A new topic is picked each week. 20 questions are asked, 10 each. One person's a fan, the other had to cram. The winner picks for next week and gets bragging rights. The loser gets to hang his head in shame. Today is October 8th, 2018, and this is episode 52, The Shining. I'm Justin. And I'm Jared. Let's get ready for the fan cram showdown. Did you see my little trick? I did. I'm a the tricky eighths. boy. The eighth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say October 8th. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, you paused, so I know you were thinking about it. Yeah, no, I was about to. Why are you trying to fuck me, Jared? Yeah, well, no. Um, no, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the questions. Yes. Uh, this is a sh- this first one is a short answer. Oh, I should probably change these things really quick. Okay. Um, question numero uno, sir. What was Jack's job before quitting to focus on writing? That's a short answer for you. He was a teacher. Final answer. You would be correct, sir. Yeah. What's yes. up, Doc? Stole one of my questions. I'm sorry. Okay, but I have extra, so I'm not gonna fall into the pit like I did last week. Yeah, I also have a couple extra. So All right. get ready. In, yeah, in the beginning of the film, Jack told Mr. Ullman that he made the trip in three hours. Is this true or false? Three hours? I feel like it was more than that, so I'm gonna say false. Final answer. answer. Yeah. You would be correct. It was. It was three and a half hours. Nice. Yeah. Bam. Oh, yeah. Bam. Mm, put some sauce on it. Mm, bam. All right. Uh, this is a multiple choice for you. What is the name of Danny's imaginary friend? Tony, Johnny, Tommy, or Mr. Bear? Oh, my gosh. Oh, um, Tony, final answer. I always blanked on it. <laughs> you would be correct, sir. It is Tony. Yes. Tony. What's up, Doc? Um, say your question again, just so I... I... To say it again, so I... I uh, what is the name of Danny's imaginary friend? That the whole, was your whole question? That's the question that I just asked. Okay, just to make sure. There's the wording may have made me not do a question of mine, so... Okay. Okay, Um, this is a multiple choice. Mm-hmm. The wife, Wendy, is reading what book at the beginning of the film? This is a multiple oh, choice. Oh, no. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Catcher in the Rye, Moby Dick... Or the importance of being earnest. I'm going to say the earnest one. I feel like that's something her character would read. Final answer? Yes. You'd be incorrect. God damn it. It was The Catcher in the Rye. The importance of being earnest was a book I read in high school. Well, that's that's (laughs) good for you, Jared. (laughs) Do you want to know about that book? No. Next question. (laughs) That's a funny (laughs) book. Uh, this is uh, a greater than, less than, or equal to question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hedge maze walls are 15 feet tall. Uh, 
is 15 greater than, less than, or equal to the correct amount? 15 is greater than the actual amount, final answer. Well, can you tell me what they are? Because it seems like you know how tall they really are, Jared. I do. They're 13, and you stole a question, <laughs> mind. <laughs> Damn it. What's up, Doc? Uh, I only have... I have four questions you can pick off before I'm in trouble. Okay. Um, let's see. What is the open answer? What was the first hallucina- hallucination Danny sees? Open answer. Uh, he was um, brushing his teeth, and then he freaks out. He has the vision of the twins and the blood elevator. I need to know what the first hallucination was. You got to pick between those. Oh, oh, um, I think he sees the blood elevator first. Final answer. You are correct. It was the blood elevator. Noise. What's up, Doc? Noise. All right. Uh, what is the name given to the hotel's ballroom that Jack frequents? Short answer. Um, I think it's called the Gold Room, isn't it? Final answer. That is correct. I know it's Gold and Pink, but I don't think they called it the Golden Pink Room. Hmm. Let's see. Danny started talking to Tony once they arrived in Colorado. Is this true or false? Um, that would be false. Final answer. Correct. Do you know when? Uh, it was after he got hurt. Or well, it was after he started school, I think. Yeah, it was a uh, nursery school. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, this is a question for you, sir. Okay. Uh, what is the first title screen to appear after the main credits? This is multiple choice. Uh, the job, the interview, the hotel. Or the Overlook. If you remember, there are sections of the movie. Sections of the right. movie are broke up by title screens, and the very first one is either the job, the interview, the hotel, or the Overlook. Um, say the interview. Final answer. You sir would be. Absolutely correct. It is the interview. Scared me there for a second. What's up, Doc? All right. Um, yeah, the job, I think, would have been too on the nose. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would thought maybe it was the Overlook, but maybe not. Um, it wasn't. Nope, um, it wasn't. Because <laughs> you just said it. Nope. Yep. All right, here you go. Um, the twins, it, uh, visions of the twins, Yes. showed up. Three times is the actual answer greater than, less than, or equal to three. This is a the uh, you're looking at whenever the twin right, right, showed right. up, either an hallucination. Right, right, or right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like he sees them in the hallucination. He sees them in uh, the game room. He sees them in the hallway. But I feel like there's one more time that I'm not remembering, or that's it. Um, I'm going to say yeah, three. I'm going to say yeah, three. Final answer. E- equal to? Yeah. 
You'd be incorrect. No! It was four Red times. Rock. Oh, what was the other time? So he had the first one that he saw, and then he yeah. saw them um, in the, the, the game, game room, room. Ballroom, yeah. and he saw them in the hallway. And then there was another time when he first, when he just touched the door, 237, it was a quick flash of the twins. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, sir. This is a true or false for you. Um, true or false. The former caretaker of the hotel, Gary, killed his wife with two twin daughters and two twin daughters with an axe. Say it one more time because I know you're a tricky bitch. I'm a tricky bitch. Uh, the former caretaker of the hotel, Gary, killed his wife and two twin daughters with an axe. True or false? False. false. It's not Gary. Final answer. You would be correct, sir. It was... Grady. Yes. Charles Grady. (laughs) Bonus points. Mr. Grady. Okay. Uh, Jared, are you keeping score? I lost track. I am. It is one, two, three, four, five, six for me, and one, two, three for you. Three for me, six for you. That's okay. Could I pull a perfect game? I think you might. Holy shit. All right. How does Jack like his eggs? Open answer. Oh, um, sunny side up. Final answer. Very nice. Correct. Yes. What's up, Doc? Yeah. All right. And this is go back goes goes back to the twins and Mr. Grady. Uh, what does the former caretaker Grady reveal that one of the twins tried to do as um, so that he needed to correct her? What did she try to do? It was a very specific thing that sparked his uh, kind of like t- twist. Uh, what did she try to do? I want to say it's right. Now I'm thinking it could be something like trying to stop him from killing their mom or something, or like stopping him from doing his work. But I'm trying to. They can't. I don't have the specifics. I'm going to say um, interfering with his work. Final answer. Um, that's not specific enough for me, sir. Uh, I gave you a little hint with a spark. She tried to burn down the hotel. Red oh run. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, there goes my perfect game. Oh, she was sad. All right, what nickname does Danny have? Uh, that would be Doc. Final answer? That's Yes, that's my final answer. Correct. Like the Bugs Bunny cartoons. <laughs> What's up, Doc? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, right. Uh, this is a true or false question. Uh, Danny, while being seemingly possessed, writes red rum on his mother's bedroom mirror. True or false? Read that one more time. Danny, while seemingly being possessed, writes red rum on his mother's bedroom's mirror. False. He wrote on the door and she saw in the mirror. Final answer. You would be correct. A lot of mirror Mm. play stuff in this movie and I love it. Yes. What's up, Doc? Uh, oh, I lost my questions. Um, construction of the Overlook Hotel took three years. Is this true or false? 
Oh, wait. Um, three years from 1907 to 1909. Is that true or false? Uh, I feel like the years are too early. Um, I feel like the three years is right, but I feel like the year, the actual years that you said are wrong. So I'm going to say false. Final answer? Yep. Being correct, it was true. No, god damn it. It was true, my friend. Mm. Not good for me. <laughs> Not looking good for me, son. No, but I got a good one. All right. Which of the following characters... I don't know why I extended that. Which of the following characters actually see the famous blood elevator scene? Um, this is just a name, all that matter. Okay. Jack, Danny, Wendy, or Dick? And or Dick. Name all the characters that see it? Yes. Um... Out of those four, which... Wendy and Danny, final answer. Are they the only ones? Yes, I believe so. Final answer. You would be correct, sir. They are the only ones to see the famous yeah. scene. Yes. What's up, Doc? Um, Jack saw a very gross other one. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, let's see. I did that one. And... How did Danny dislocate his arm? Open answer. That would be because his daddy snatched him up because he was fucking with his papers. Final answer. (laughs) Correct. And you may may be a clip about that later. (laughs) What's up, Doc? All right. um, Next question. Oh. No. Mm, is this what this is the next one the last one yes it's six to eight by the way okay good um oh six to eight jesus christ why do i even do this six <laughs> to eight i don't know uh in the film's closing shot what holiday was being celebrated in the photo was it new year's eve christmas halloween or independence day Say them again. New Year's Eve. That one. Christ- New Year's Eve. Final answer. Ooh, so gung ho. You're incorrect. It was Independence Day. You're incorrect. No, I'm not. It was July 4th. Give myself a check. <laughs> okay. okay, so I'm stuck at eight. Your final question. Jack said he'd give his goddamn soul for a glass of what? Open answer. This when he was at the bar. I assume whiskey, because I think that's what he was drinking. For a jack of whiskey. For, 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 yeah, whiskey. Yeah. Final answer. Well, he was drinking bourbon. Oh, that shows you how much I know. Same, but, um, <laughs> I, I, someone's going to kill me for saying it's kind of the same. But I think oh. it's just distilled differently. But, um, I'm going to say actually, I don't know anything about alcohol, so don't judge me. <laughs> it was actually beer was the final answer. So... Oh, Incorrect. for a beer. Oh, okay. That's more simpler. Then. So we are stuck at eight to six, and I win. Win! Victory sound. Oh! 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 
Hey Crammers, Jared here. I just wanted to step in here to tell you about our first ever show sponsor, Pill Pals. They're a new and revolutionary crowdsourced pharmaceutical company looking to fill the gaps Big Pharma is leaving behind in their endless pursuit of cash grabbery. Take their new line of pills, for example. It's for those of us with excessive body hair. We all know the worst part about being a wolf man or woman is the endless hours of removing dingleberries and monkey boogers. These are often caused by friction or forgetting to wipe after shitting. Who hasn't been there, am I right? I mean, I got shit to do, not clean up. Anyway, instead of ripping them out, causing bleeding or staph infections, Pill Pals came up with the D-Dingler, the one-stop pill to pop for your D-Dingling needs. D-Dingler sends a wave of conditioning oils straight to your hair follicles from underneath, loosening those tough knots and shit BBs that get all up in your mess. It's like hair conditioner, but from the inside. So stop with the tearing, ripping, and awkward conversations with roommates and loved ones as to why you're using their comb down there. Get peace of mind with D-Dingler today. Ask for it by name at your local pharmacy or homeopathy kiosk. Thanks, Crammers. Ingredients used in D-Dingler is made from 100% recycled electrons and magnetic particles, as well as the essences of the unchosen from the shadow planes. If a rash, redness, irritation, or swelling develops, discontinue use or increase dosage. Do not puncture, incinerate, or store D-Dingler above 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Keep away from fire or flames and use only with proper ventilation. D-Dingler is for internal use only. Avoid contact with skin. Do not fold, spindle, or mutilate. User assumes full liabilities of taking D-Dingler anally. D-Dingler contains no salt, MSG, artificial color, or flavor added, but may taste vaguely of puppy shit. Pill Pals is not liable for damages due to use or misuse of D-Dingler. This product is meant for comedic purposes only. This product is not yet rated. Any resemblance to real products, past or present, is unintentional and purely coincidental. This product is meant to separate the wheat from the chaff in preparation for the Dark Lord's return. Pill Pals is an equal opportunity employer. Yes, but hey, uh, we just figured out what we watched. Yeah, we watched The Shining. And we're going to hear from Jill and Frank, uh, maybe somebody else. So, <gasps> Oh, we'll a back. new character? Yes. Please turn that shit head off. Do not be mean to Mitty. He is just trying to lighten the mood in this digital purgatory we've been banished to. He'd rather have abject silence than listen to his shitty beats. Run the train! Run the train! Run the train! You tell him, Mitty. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. And you will never know if you keep talking to him like that. Fuck that. This is Misfired Synopsis with Jill and Frank. I'm Jill. And I am Frank. This DJ is breaking all the knobs off. Oh, and that's Mitty. We know. Is he going to be doing this with us now? Maybe. Christ. Okay, this week you watched. After these messages, we'll be right back. The Shining. Hot shit. Hot shit. Here it comes. Oh, Middy, would you like to give a synopsis? What? How is he supposed to do that? He doesn't even talk. He just spouts random shit like he is in a club or something. It's just nonsense. I understand him perfectly. Give him a chance and you might be surprised. Go on, Middy, give us a synopsis. Watch out now! I love that part too. What part? Put your hands up! I know, and then it turned out to be some rotten old lady ass, right? Ha ha ha. What the fuck is going on here? Here we go, here we here we go, come! Here we go, here we here we go, come! Here we go, here we here we go, come! This is 
how I do when I'm repping hip hop. Yeah. True, that kid could not act for shit. Brian Ibert should have gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'm on fire. He is not saying anything. Am I going insane? Is this hell? Shush, Jill. It's rude to interrupt. Don't worry about it. Bitch! Drop that ghetto blaster! No, it was originally written by Stephen King, but adapted to film by Stanley Kubrick. Get on it. Get the fuck out my house! Indian burial ground or something. <laughs> X-Men, welcome to die! Yeah, he was probably psycho from the beginning. Yes, they did say the N-word. I'm still here, you know. Oh, Jill, do you have anything else to add? Fuck you both. And it goes a little something like this. Yes, very rude, indeed. Well, I think that's our time. You have been listening to Misfired Synopsis with Jill and Frank. Oh, and Midi. I am Frank. All the work and no play makes Jill a dull boy. All the work and no play makes Jill a dull boy. All the work and no play makes Jill a dull boy. Goodbye. All the work and no play makes Jill a dull boy. Hit it, Midi. Space butterfly, a space butterfly. I was watching the world as we came to the sky. It's everything perfect, made by design. Kaleidoscope, it was built by a mind, and built by a mind. Built by the mind of the unknown soldier, hoping to find an army, army, Man, it was all a moon landing conspiracy, Jared. It was. And hey, how about those robots and their shit that they talk about? Crazy. Uh, uh, so, uh, tell me the history of you in this movie. Uh, so this is one of the first movies I watched as a a little boy um, that I can remember actually scaring me. How little? Um, I feel like I was around eight or nine around that age. I don't know how I got this movie, but I started watching it. I feel like it was like on TV somewhere, so it was like an edited version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, horrifying movie for a young viewer. Um, yeah, no, um, I feel like there's there's only a couple movies that actually have like stuck with me, like actually like this one scared the fucking shit out of me when I was little, and that was like The Shining and Halloween, the Michael Myers movie, um, the original one, um, which is why I'm excited for this new one. Uh, Oh, really? That's coming out this 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 month, yeah, um, yes. But um, yeah, no. This movie's always stuck with me. I've always tried to. I always try to watch it every year around this time. Um, it's one of my favorite horror movies. I love love it. I can um, the tension that's built throughout the the movie. I mean, can all pretty much this movie is mainly the music. Uh, like right. the most, uh, there's like some synthy stuff, and then the strings, and it's all tension building shit, and um, I love it. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. Um, it the music is what's like sets the scares. I feel in this, and um, no, I, I I really like the setting of it, the isolation, the uh portion of it. 
it's another thing that I like in things. That's you know that's why I like Alien a lot and all that. You know, just being alone in a space uh, with no escape. Uh, that's that's my kind of movie, Jared. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of similarities to last week's The Witch um, in mm-hmm. that you have a lot of um, tension building with the music, even though there's there's more dialogue, I think, in The Witch. Um, but mm, yeah, definitely true. the sense of isolation builds tension. Um, but yeah, I, I'm in a similar vein. I don't think I ever watched this all the way through until just now. Like, for this oh, really? Show. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think it's just because I, it never interested me to keep, to go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I may have just saw bits and pieces. I remember seeing the, um, I mean, I think being very confused as, uh, in my, in puberty as seeing like a really hot lady in the bathtub and then seeing a very <laughs> gross dying old lady in the immediately after so i think it confused mm-hmm. me for a very long time <laughs> very similar to the scene we had in the witch uh last week <laughs> yeah except that was like i mean except for like the scene in the witch that was like the like the beautiful lady mm-hmm. was you know you could kind of cut the the creepy hand part out of your mind you could not <laughs> cut the creepy lady out of no this not at all and no. then when there was an, a, a naked old witch in the witch, mm-hmm. uh, like that was like its own scene. You could <laughs> separate those two in your mind. But um, I just, you know, I, I think it, it was creepy for me even watching it this time. But really, it is about just like the tension. There really is no, no jump scares. It's just like no. the, the creepiness of seeing Jack lose his mind. Yeah. And then I remember the reveal because it's been parodied so much. I, it's hard for me to to split apart what I've seen in parody and in pop culture and like actually seeing the film mm-hmm. um, that scene when Wendy finds his writings is like so iconic yeah um, as it's like a very big twist um, that you think like he's working on something and but he's just been writing the same thing over and yeah. over again it's continually um, going insane yeah but what's what's even I think it's funny now looking back is like he took the time to like to like format it <laughs> it wasn't just like straight text it was like he made paragraphs and like quotations and like you know citations and stuff like that but like it was just the same thing over and over again i think Um, you know what i think it uh this might be a factoid and be bullshit but i'm pretty sure like kubrick was actually doing that uh like he he typed out all of that um you know and so and i and i love that you know like it's not all the same it's it's all you know, like there's stand, there's stanzas. My mic just fell. Uh, there's stanzas, and you know, there's uh, the paragraphs are all different and all that. Um, right. And I love that. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's a fake yeah. fact, but yeah, I mean, it looks I, think, like I feel like, like I've heard the, that. All the pages were, for the most part, look like originals. You can tell, like there's mis- there's even like typos and stuff like that, where he just right. kind of didn't bother to go back and. But it, mm-hmm. it just kind of shows like. He's just plotting away, saying, you know, doing the same thing. Right. Um, but very early on, like, Jack starts losing his mind. Like, you can yes. kind of just see it. But you can already, um, already tell he's not a happy person. Yeah. Um, and, you know. And, and we might talk about, I don't know, did you ever read the, 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 the is it I'm short not, story? Or I'm not familiar at all with the Stephen King thing. All, all I know is that Stephen King doesn't like the movie. Because he doesn't feel that it represents his book, it doesn't. Um, so that's all I know. It doesn't, and now I'm not saying because I read the book, but I just I've read the Wikipedia plot synopsis for both films, and mm-hmm. 
there's a lot that was cut out um, and just kind of rearranged. I think the buildup to Jack being possessed um, and just the ending in general um, is obviously in books there you have more time to kind of build it up. But right. like the movie doesn't really show any sort of possession of him. It just shows him kind of being weird at the beginning and just progressively weird as he goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of assume that he's lost his mind. And I think I read a interview or I read a clip where it was like the Jack in the movie, in the book, it's a, a man who who starts, you know, losing his mind or becomes possessed but in the movie, it's a man who's just hanging on to sanity, like at the very beginning. Like he's trying yeah. to hold on to it, and mm-hmm. it's slowly slipping away from him. Like so, it's he had an issue before he went to the hotel. Yeah. But um, yeah, and just the ending. I and we got to talk about the ending. But um, one what? of my favorite endings in anything. I love yeah, it. Well, well, let's let's get into some stuff, but we'll, okay. we'll and leave that to the end. Okay. Uh, just keep it in. So, any any big thing um, that uh, you stood out that you wanted, you thought was interesting? Um, anything that stands on, a, on your recent viewing? Uh, no, I mean nothing that like made me like um, was like ah oh, yes, this is a new thing that I've never noticed. Um, but like no I no I don't have anything brand new I, I went into this more thinking so with the conspiracy theories in mind I don't know if you know anything about that um, I know there are did you ever watch the like the yeah, yeah, there is yes and... there's a documentary called room 237 uh, which goes into like several um, several um, conspiracy theories um, One's involving Indians and one's involving, um, because, you know, there's Indians mentioned a lot uh, and the white man's burden and stuff like that are mentioned in the movie. And then um, then there's uh, the craziest one, uh, which is this is how Kubrick um, reveals to the world that he faked the moon landing. (laughs) Oh, really? That's a theory. (laughs) And people plotted it out uh because uh, the rumor was at the time that kubrick was hired to to fake the moon landing and then this is what he did after that and then there are clues quotation marks quotation marks in the movie that he put in there as a little like i did do it thing I, there's still only two that i can think of there is a verbal i think reference to the moon landing and then there's Danny was wearing a sweater with yeah. Apollo 11 on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, I, no, that's pretty much it. Um, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, no, I, I love I yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, so it's, it's still amazing that people still believe that. I understand that they have their evidence, but if they don't realize that the Jared, technology the technology would take to to do that. Yeah. did not exist at the time. Right. Well, Jared, there's also so you have people who, I mean, let's let's just bash conspiracy theorists for a second. Okay. Okay. Um <laughs> are you okay with that? Um sure. okay, good. New segment. So so you have people who believe that the moon landing was fake. Okay. Right. Sure. Um they they believe that we couldn't have made it to the moon at the time, so they just shot it in a studio. Sure. 
okay? Right. Then you have another sect of people that the, believe that the moon doesn't even exist. <laughs> and it's a hologram. Uh-huh. Really? That That's real! <laughs> I think that's more stupid than flat earthers. What? But... Do- that it's being projected from somewhere? Is that yes, what? that it's being projected. From the into, Earth? Yes, from the Earth into the sky. And that's the moon. Oh, it's, it's been being projected through all human time? Yes, it has. <laughs> it's People. alien technology. I don't know the full, like actual breakdown of the theory. I just know that people believe that, and I think that's insane. It's hard not to feel like you're being punked. Or you're if people are just trolling just to troll. But they're not, though. Because I, I, th- I think like the Flat Earth thing started as a joke that got way out of hand. Yeah. Like, let's just make this up and see who believes it. And then like a lot of people started believing it, and they're like, oh, shit. Well, I guess we gotta keep going with it. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I don't know if you knew this, and it is way off topic, but... Flat Earthers, yes, believe that other planets are spherical, but the Earth is flat. Yeah, well, because we're the center, right? But and everything someone, else is around us. Someone made a diorama of the oh solar system. Yeah, and it was like you normally would, but when you come to Earth, it's just like a it's like a coin, like just floating there. So it's dumb. Like, anyway, um, yeah. <sighs> so it's I, I I really want to watch that documentary now. Um, this movie kind of made me want to. Um, look deeper into it because I know there's a lot of hidden stuff and mm-hmm. a lot of just behind the scenes that I want to know about. But uh, my big question was, you know, Dick, the chef. Yes. What? I mean, I understand they had naked women all over his place in Florida, <laughs> but like the camera made a point to like pan over to it and to like <laughs> start there and then pan down. Like what it's was just uh, establishing his room? It was just like this, just his room. What? It added nothing to his character, and which actually was my problem. Which I'm gonna get to later. Um, like he has naked women on his wall, and mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> you don't have naked women on your wall, Jared. I'm shocked. Not not back here. <laughs> not on camera. <laughs> Um, no, the most no, naked I don't... thing I got is this. Look, this, this picture. Oh, yeah. Look at that yeah. boy. That naked yeah. boy. Yeah. For those of you on audio, <laughs> this video will never be uh, published. Because <laughs> we're not streaming. What it? What actually is it, Jared? Just for what audio, listen. The, the painting. Oh, it's um. So long story short. Mm-hmm. My brother did a summer abroad in Italy, and he mm-hmm. learned how to um, paint on plaster. And mm-hmm. so he was doing a character study on, I think it's David, or some fucking... He was just copying another artist. But he David was doing or as, some fucking guy, I don't know. <laughs> and so that was... He did it, he signed it, and he gave it to me, because I thought it was cool looking. Some fucking guy. <laughs> Some naked dude from uh, Italy, um, Michelangelo or some shit. Okay, know. so let's let, let's talk about Dick for a second. Oh, and not dicks, not about yes. that Dick. Oh, okay. What so anticlimactic? You have him. <laughs> he he. And this is what I think the the movie suffers from is in the book they talk. I think they talk more about the shining and what what the power is. Mm-hmm. And Danny and like his non-responsive ass 
is talking to Dick. Dick's trying to talk to him about it. You gotta get a little piece that he has his power, and then, like, nothing. And then he gets some shining message in Florida, and he spends, like, the half the film traveling to Colorado, going up to Estes Park, by the way, which is where this hotel is. We got me and my wife saw it when we went on our honeymoon there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's really creepy. Um, Can you stay in this hotel? No, we just we stayed in a. Cabin oh, I mean, but can can you stay in the hotel? Yeah, yeah, it's a legit hotel. Um, oh, my dream. Yeah, uh, it's actually it's a beautiful area. Um, but anyway, it's very scenic. He shows up. Hello, anybody here? Axe to the chest. Like, yep. Doesn't only the only thing he's there for is to provide the escape vehicle for the other two characters. Yeah, well, for they the, needed to for escape. the white for the whiteies <laughs> essentially. He was he was the token black guy. <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, like, what else was he there for? He added nothing to the story. Um, he added some context for the power, but then well, nothing Yeah, else. he was kind of, like, he was, he was a, yeah, I mean, he was a um, exposition, exposition guy um, for Danny's abilities. Um, right. But, like, there, my problem is that he establishes that there's a thing called the Shining. Yes. But it's used to no effect it's just that Danny can see the stuff. I, I, yeah, I, well, I feel like, so, like, The Shining, the, I think, hmm, hold on, let me gather my thoughts. The Shining is Danny's ability, right? Well, and, it's ability that some people have. Yeah, 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 well, it's the ability that Danny has. And, um, the story isn't more focused on that, but it, that is, you know, um, kind of, I mean, it's it's uh, it's kind of what sets everything in motion. I feel like, um, you know, with his visions and then, um, you know, his uh, almost like seizures and stuff and how he's being affected by it. Um, but I right. feel like the f- story is more focused on the haunting of of the the hotel. Well, it's it's focused on on Jack mainly. Yeah, but. And I think from reading the book, it looks like the, the book is more focused on Danny, mm-hmm. which I think is why there's kind of a disconnect. I think they were trying to trying to resolve the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, just, I just I guess I wondered more of, about the Shining. Like, who the hell is Tony? Is he one of the ghosts? Is he part of the Shining? Is he some other thing? Mm-hmm. Um, like that wasn't explained. And from look like at the end, Tony was in control of Danny the whole time. Like, there was no, like, it seems like Danny kind of, like, regressed and Tony kind of took over to, like, yeah. protect him. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, did Danny ever come back? Like, don't don't know. I mean, I feel like he did. I feel like after he kind of, like, snapped out of things, um, after the Red Rum thing, he came back. I feel like that was him. I don't feel like he's still possessed. Yeah. It just, uh. it's, to me, it wasn't, wasn't that clear. It's uh, not, but I feel, I mean, just based on his acting and his reaction to his father and all that, I don't feel like that. Yeah. Okay, so the old lady. So yes. I understand that the the nude lady was Grady's wife, yes? I assume. Who was the old lady? Um, I mean, well, I mean, we're, we're assuming that the younger woman was... Grady's wife. I mean, it could. It. I mean, it, well, could have not been. But the only reason I would think that is because 
It was in the room. Right. Yeah, yeah it was um, the room. Um, that's what I, like, and here, here, I'm going to toss this up later. I just think it's a creepy ghost. <laughs> yeah, it is a creepy, and that, that's what I'm saying is like, I think a lot of stuff was added for creep factor. Yeah. But with no context, like, who are these, these visions of people in the hood? Like, they're old patrons. Right. Like, like the guy in the bear costume giving another Jew to BJ. Like, what was that about? It's a weird fucking thing that happens, and it's great. <laughs> Somebody was like, we need Don't something weird. Him. And someone was like, I got this bear costume. <laughs> like, so, like, some producer had to go get that, right? Is that the producer's job, is to find this shit? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure one someone on set was a furry. And um, it was like, oh, I've got one in my car. It doesn't have an ass on it, but we can still use that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like, that was, like, her whole thing. And, like, Wendy, like, her character got, uh, I think, progressively better. But the whole thing, I mean, it was very much like, I mean, and this is also a different time that this was written in. You have a, a wife who's very submissive and very, like, you know, to herself and quiet and shy and, like the horror of like seeing all this stuff happen like forced her to like go into fight or flight mode and Mm -hmm. you know she becomes more badass but um like her whole end while he's chasing she's chasing um while jack is chasing dick and then danny Mm -hmm. is like she's just seeing weird shit in the hotel i liked that though i I like i mean it's like her just going ah ah well yeah ah." but i i thought it was because the hotel was kind of like finally like revealing itself yeah. Um. And it was. I, I really like that kind of stuff. I mean, that's why I really like that one episode of uh, Star Trek that we watched. Um. Because it was just like you're walking through and you're just seeing weird fucking shit. Uh, yeah. That's happening. Um. And I love it. <laughs> I I like that too. I just I think I w- it would have been nice to have some sort of like continuity of weird shit. Like you, as the weird stuff was being shown to you, like it it kind of progressed its own narrative where it would just mm-hmm. seemed to be like random stuff that came out of someone's mind and not like, Oh, this was like a, a point in time of like these people, but just mm-hmm. like, here was like some politician, like doing some dirty business and some guy got a big cut on his head. Like who was that? Was that to be Grady? Yeah, that was Grady. Cause he blew but out his he, head, but that wasn't a shotgun blast. Oh, sorry. Well, that I wasn't, a, I mean, I didn't like, see the back of, I didn't see the back of his head, so I don't know. Well, I mean, it looked, it looked like he had like a cut mark. I don't no, know. Look. I it thought it was. Like, I thought it was blood just coming down. No, no I have to go back and look at it. Um. So did you see? Um. You ever seen Rocky? The movie Rocky. I'm. Uh. I feel like I have, but I don't remember anything from it. So. Did you? Well, pretty much. The guy. No. The guy who played Creed's coach, Apollo Creed's coach. He was in this movie. He was the guy Dick called for a the bobcat or whatever the thing was that you oh, drive yeah. mm-hmm. snowcat mm-hmm. um so a little cameo uh the n-word was dropped quite a few times yes it was <laughs> i did not capture it for audio so thank you <laughs> i just had to bleep it anyway um we already talked about what the hell the point of dick was mm-hmm. um guy in the bear costume blowing another dude would come yep, to that that and happened then, Jack Nicholson's dumb face. Oh no, it's not dumb. I love it. He could have made a, a, such a better, like, ah. a horrified. It just looked like he, like, <laughs> make that dumb face. For audio listeners, I'm making that face. Yes. 
I don't know what the hell that was. Um, so anyway, that leads to the ending. What the hell yes. was the ending about? Uh, give me, was... give me your take. So I, so I know there, there's some some things that people say where he was there all along, based on what the the care the old caretaker says. But I don't, I don't feel like that really works for me. I, I feel like him, you know, losing himself to the spirits of the hotel, he became absorbed and like he now he is one of them just like the same thing that happened with the caretaker i mean you saw that the caretaker lost his memories and all that he said how he's always been here and all this stuff um so i feel like he jack joined them in that way and then so we see that visualized in the frame picture of the party yeah i've i've read it to be that it was like he is a reincarnation of the past person and just like coming back to the hotel was like that connection there because mm-hmm. um, in the book the reason reason why Jack is possessed is because the hotel can't possess Danny like they just can't because of his power he, they can't touch him mm-hmm. so they go after Jack whereas in this movie it seemed like because he was already crazy it's almost like his reincarnated self was trying to get back to the hotel or like was just kind of drawn to it um in that way the the picture kind of shows like yes he's always been here because he's just this re like over reincarnated self Mm -hmm. um and maybe yeah that's that's kind of the way i took it and i guess one theory that i read about it but um it just seemed really confusing um that it just didn't seem like it jived with the rest of the film um well i think in my version like in my how i took it i think it makes sense um because i i don't think of it as like them walking in and his picture is there on the wall you know i mean we don't see that at all that's not established i think of it as like this picture showing up um now after everything has happened um, oh. establishing that he is now in it and he now he has not always been there but now he is a part of it because I mean even if you I mean you look at the spirits like when he walks into the ballroom it's like all like a 1920s roaring party you know um, right. it's not a party in the modern era or anything like that so I okay. feel like he has just joined the party okay so like so it's kind of like it's uh, the picture's kind of always being like added to but by who yes. the, uh, the hotel can absorb yes that's what i that's how i've always taken it that makes sense yeah i could see that because yeah. it's like it's a it's a living thing yes um, but indians somehow um yeah indians <laughs> <laughs> so i like how that was like the catch-all like it's ooh indian burial ground so it's creepy voodoo magic mm-hmm. which is not native american but whatever no it's not um so um that's all i had i don't know if you want to talk about anything else i got some trivia let's go into some trivia jared okay this, this is trivia i pulled and this is my we're bringing back the game is this real or shit trivia okay so i'm gonna read it and you're gonna tell me what you think 
Okay. Um, to get Jack Nicholson in the right agitated mood, he was only fed cheese sandwiches for two weeks, which he apparently hates. So, that... uh, was that in your documentary? So you watched it. I don't know yeah. if that was in the documentary. I mean, there is there is a clip of him like hyping himself up for and the, like the axe scene. Um, but oh there's, my gosh, there, we got to talk about that. There is no uh, cheese eating, I believe. So I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to, that would be um, real shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, so f- speaking of the axe scene, for the scene in which Jack breaks down the bathroom door. Yep. The props department built a door that could easily be broken. However, Jack Nicholson had worked as a volunteer fire marshal and tore it apart too easily. So the props department were forced to build a stronger door. Nice. That's cool. Um, I can see that being true, but oh my gosh. What I love, not only about the, the scene itself, but the way it was shot. Mm-hmm. In that, I don't know, you can explain the terminology but the type of the way the camera was set up where it mm-hmm. followed the motion of the axe and then like yeah. it had like a stop like right when he hit the door it's a tracking shot yeah so by doing that each time it like really gave oh. the action itself like more power and it's, yeah. it's kind of right I, I really enjoyed that and plus there's also there's there's um i don't know the exact term for it can you can you not can you not thanks cat thanks cat. <laughs> um <laughs> There's also the term, uh, I don't know the exact term for it, but um, when you're doing an action for, say, like a punch or, you know, like the axe throw, you have the motion of it coming into the um, coming into the hit, um, but in your next scene, what you'll do is you'll cut a little bit back, so you, so you don't cut immediately to the impact, you cut to a couple seconds before the impact, so you, you get more time with it. Um, you like you're extending it, and I feel like um, that scene does that a lot. Um, I mean, I feel like that. Um, so like when he when he swung for the door, they'd cut to Wendy's character like just before yeah. it hits. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, cool like um, like her on the opposite end. It doesn't cut to you know Axe already in the door. It cuts to Axe coming through the door, you know, and stuff like that. Right. Um, it's funny that you don't like your mind doesn't pick up on that delay. I mean, yeah, you, you, it feels the impact of it, but it doesn't feel like off. It's just like, right. oh yeah, like you, your mind just makes that okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, 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 like even like modern modern action movies will cut stuff like that to where they'll they'll cut a punch, and when they change angles, they'll cut it, they'll cut it to where the punch is already connected, but that yet the punch loses its blow in right. that. Um, um, there's a great video. I think it's every frame of painting on YouTube does a video analyzing that style of edit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I would recommend anyone go watch that. Yeah. I'll look that up. So, um, according to Shelley Duvall, the infamous ears, Johnny scene took mm-hmm. three days to film and used, uh, in the use of 60 doors. Wow. But Jack That's Nicholson insane. was jacked. <laughs> It was Jacked Nicholson. Hmm, hmm. Um, <laughs> I think sixty doors. I don't take them though. Three that's, days. That seems. I mean, I can understand. It's I can twenty understand. doors a day. Well, yeah. Well, I can understand like Hubert wanting to get the scene right because it is the biggest scene. I feel like. Yeah. Um. Um. So I can see him doing it again and again and again. Um. I can see that. that. This actually goes to this next point. 
So Kubrick, uh, known for his compulsiveness and numerous retakes, so that would make sense for the door, mm-hmm. got the difficult shot of blood pouring from the elevator in only three takes. Um, they said it would be remarkable if this weren't for the fact that the shot, shot took nine days to set up, and every time the doors opened and the blood poured out, Kubrick would say, it doesn't look like blood. <laughs> and in the end, the shot took approximately a year to get right. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, but, I mean, if it's... They did. Three takes. takes nine days to set up. Mm-hmm. Unless they did it, didn't do it back to back. But see... Well, it, that's still you're paying all the crew to do that. and But you're paying all the crew to set that up, but then you're not getting any footage from it for how many days? Right. And but the footage is only 30 seconds long. I'm just I'm trying to match up some of the other trivia. There's one I didn't put in here, but it said that Kubrick liked to shoot sequentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like Pete, like, so like if that was the case, then he, unless he just would, wouldn't stop production for this one scene because it was kind of a cutaway. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh well, I think I, um, I guess a year would make sense. Um, the snowy maze near the conclusion of the movie consisted of 900 tons of salt and crushed styrofoam. Wow. I think that would be like a hazardous thing to run around in. Salt and crushed styrofoam. Also, pretty, um, I think, uh, like, uh, un-environmental. Un- yeah, I mean, <laughs> what the hell do you do with all the styrofoam? <laughs> yeah, because, like, we had, like, the wide shot of the maze, but when you, like, you cut yeah. to, like, the corridors, like, that can be done in, like, a studio. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it was well shot, if that's the way it was done. First, the first of Stephen King's books, this was the, sorry, the first of Stephen King's books to be banned from school libraries because of the theme of wicked parents. No. I don't know. It's probably easy to look up and see if that was bullshit. Um, But that was probably all during, like, the satanic panic or some shit. Woo! Yay! (laughs) Stanley Kubrick decided to have that having the hedge animals, which actually was in the book, because uh-huh. in the book these hedge animals came alive. Okay. And but they didn't do it um, because it was unworkable due to the restrictions of special effects, which makes sense. So he opted to do the hedge maze instead. Good. That would have looked dumb as fuck. It would have looked dumb as fuck. Um, and actually, Stephen King should have gone back and rewrote his book because the hedge maze is dope. <laughs> The hedge mage is not real, by the way. So you, no. if you go to the hotel, you wouldn't see it. No, it's not. Shot of the tennis ball rolling into Danny's toys took 50 takes to get right. Jeez. I can rig something up to get that right. But you know, I'm not surprised though, because uh, let me say that on a similar pro- uh, on a on a project that I was on, we did a similar scene where we rolled something. Mm-hmm. Boy, does a ball doesn't go the same way all the time. <laughs> so I feel like we did like a series take where it was we rolled it, man, probably 20 times uh, yeah. to get it right. So I'm not surprised. Now, do you like for your scene, like this scene, it looked like, I mean, you could just hand roll it. But yeah, you think you would just like maybe rig up like a, a sled or something to just kind of like get the exact like same momentum each time yeah but then but someone's got to build that <laughs> fucking uh, but you can just get a cardboard dude. you can just get a pa to go hey um roll that and then 
that's what you do. <laughs> hey, give me that cardboard box over there and just like fold it. Sled right there. Boom. 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 Um, yeah, uh, that makes sense. And, you know, we got a compulsive director. Speaking of Danny, that kid sucked at acting. I'm just sorry. I'm just saying. Um, I would disagree. I... I would disagree with your disagree. <laughs> I don't think he's a horrible actor. Um, and I don't Maybe. like many child actors, but I, I think he was fine. I think, um, apparently that, um, the Tony, uh, was all his idea. Like, he said that when they first told him to act that, like, he made that voice up on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any problems with that. Why are you hating on this little kid, Jared? Jeez. I, I think maybe it was the way he was written. All I'm saying is, Brian Ibbett should have gotten the character. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you ever heard that? No, I haven't. Brian Ibbett yeah. auditioned for this part. Get, no, be- he didn't. Yes, yeah, he told it on the morning stream. Brian Ibbett from Coverville. It was between him and this kid, and this kid got callbacks. Wow. Yeah, it could have been Brian Ibbett we were watching. But now, then we wouldn't have Coverville. He would be a, a famous actor man. Yeah. No, it's a story he, he tells. Wow. No, I didn't know that. I never heard that. Yeah. I think that was the only, the closest he got to stardom. <laughs> uh, in, in, on the big screen, that is. Yes. Um, um, I mean, he's won multiple podcast awards, Jared. It's true. We're we're shit compared to him. I mean, he was he was banned from podcast awards because he won so many, <laughs> and they were they were uh, suspected of cheating. No, no che- cheating, no cheating was involved. No cheating was involved. It in wasn't the podcast I, award. I voted for it, and all they did was have a form that when you if you wanted to select, these I know shows, I I, took, I was a part of it. Yeah. The hatting was it hatting the system? Hatting the system. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, I have clips. All right, uh, and make sure your audio shared with me so I can get it. Um, where are my clippy clips? It's uh in the um Dropbox. Clippity clip, Frisco. Uh, <laughs> I get that reference because I saw that same video. <laughs> Thank you, Papa. What was that Copia, wasn't it? Uh, that no, part? that was Papa. Oh. Uh, Frisco! Was Frisco! <laughs> so good! Uh, yeah, no. I'm sorry, anyone who doesn't Dude, get the reference. so pumped, by the way. November. <laughs> Woo! Alright, uh, we have... Uh, I should be sharing the audio with you, and this is, um, number one. I never laid a hand on him, goddammit. I didn't. I wouldn't touch one hair on his goddamn little head. I love the little son of a bitch. (laughs) I'd do anything for him. Any fucking thing for him. Sounds like a drunk dad. Jack Nicholson had some weird moments, but damn, he could give a monologue. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this is number two. Jack, there's someone else in the hotel with us. There's a crazy woman in one of the rooms. She tried to strangle Danny. Are you out of your fucking mind? Lost all his empathy. (laughs) 
It was like it's like his face is like oh, you geez. out of your fucking mind. Your fucking mind. You know. Well, right. he lost empathy like way early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, but I mean, visualized there in that scene. Um, next one. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Danny, what's the matter, hon? Red rum. You having a bad dream? Yeah, you having a bad dream, Danny? Red rum. Red rum. I don't remember my reaction to the murder thing. Like um, when it was revealed? Yeah, I don't remember what my Appar- reaction was. Apparently, um, Red Rum wasn't in the book, um, mm-hmm. but Stephen King was surprised. He didn't realize it was murder. But I, no, wait, maybe it was in the book. I think you... I think he... I no, no, it was in the movie, sorry. And he didn't realize that it was murder backwards. He was surprised mm-hmm. when it was like, oh, that's... It's kind of cool. Yeah, no, I think I thought it was clever. Um, there's the whole there's the whole thing with mirrors, you know, and everything's being reversed and all that. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. All right, next one. And he's not here, Mrs. Torrance. That is scary as fuck. Isn't it? I think. Danny's what not if here. what if what if your child came up to you, or you came up to your child, and he's just zoned out, and he said, "Noah's not here." <laughs> Mr. Jaworski. <laughs> uh, I'd be pretty dope. I mean, <laughs> as long as he wasn't killing anybody. Oh, come on. I would like, oh, you like The Shining too? <laughs> no, it would be really creepy. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Don't hurt me. I'm not going to hurt you. Stay away from me. Wendy. Stay away. Darling, light of my life. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> so good. God damn it. Uh, it was. By the uh, way, um, so many parodies of this. I don't know if you remember The Simpsons did a parody of this one. No. Um, when <laughs> it's actually Homer is Jack and Marge mm-hmm. is Wendy. And. <laughs> You gotta see just just YouTube, Simpsons, The Shining, and okay. it's, it's beautiful. We'll watch it. Yep. All right, next clip. Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. Yep. Classic line. Classic. This is a classic movie. You know, I think because I didn't watch it all the way through as a kid, and I took part. I actually. Thought the guy's name was Johnny, like the, mm-hmm. like Jack's character's name was Johnny. Yeah, and I was like, oh, he's just like he, here's here's me. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was like Johnny Carson, like right. he was making like another reference. Mm-hmm. So that was my stupid young kid brain trying to figure it out. Jeez, what a dumb child. Hey, I was I was traumatized by the old lady puss. Ah, <laughs> uh, not the back sores. I think the, oh my gosh. the sores are the worst. Those, I mean, you can definitely tell they're prosthetics. Yeah, and, like, but they look stuff. fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's just like it's also like the rotting like side and back and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I got, man. That's all I got, man. Jared, what are we watching next week? We're going horror. Good. We're going anime. Oh. We're going. Devil Man Crybaby. Oh. Uh, streaming on Netflix. So grab your 
butt and watch this or something. I'll grab my s- soggy, sore, sorified butt. Yeah, it's supposed to be good, and we're going to watch it. All right, uh, what is it? Devil Man Crybaby? Devil Man Crybaby. Is that really it's- the title? Yeah, it's super anime. That's the real title? Devil Man Crybaby? I didn't just <laughs> make is. that up? It is definitely um, uh, Devil Man Crybaby. It's not like Crying Devil Man-Child? Nope. nope, and there's a devil that cries, apparently. But it's also supposed to be... It's not for kids under 17, so it's got some... Jared, I honestly don't know if you're fucking with me and this is a real anime or not. Dude, I'm not fucking with Go to Netflix right now and Google that shit. <laughs> Go to Netflix and Google that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, I didn't mean to conflate my search engines. Um, no, okay, this is a real thing. Wow, what, what, what is fuck? What is... What? What, what, what is fuck? <laughs> oh man, we need to end this. Um, Let's end it. Our yeah. shows can't go over an hour, and we're at an hour and 38 seconds. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you would like to follow the show, you can follow us at Fancram Show. And if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Justin underscore underscore the Scott on Twitter. And if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, it's at Justin the Scott. And before I throw over to Jared, I want to remind you people: go rate us on iTunes, you fuckers. No, I mean, I meant, I meant. Oh, the, uh, sorry. You ruined all the goodwill. You fans. <laughs> Um, go rate us on iTunes. Um, <laughs> okay, Jared, you go. <laughs> yeah, you wait, way to kill all of our fan base. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Tokidoki Tensai, T O K I, T O K I T E N S A I. I'm still head tober, still continues. So oh, if you want to, yeah. If you want to, want to practice your drawing heads uh, on your shoulders or between sure, your legs, I'm, whatever you want. I'm sure there's a um, be- there's the uh, the bear. From this one, can I help you? Yes. Yeah. Hey. Also, you know, my uh, my state's about to get hit by a hurricane. So send Ooh. your send your tots and pears over here, and um, mm-hmm. we can get it going on. Um, if you want to email us and tell us um, the little creature that lives in your mouth, uh, fancramshowdown at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs>